Hello, smarty listeners. This message goes out to all the teachers, principals, teacher's assistants, and school librarians. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do as educators. To show our gratitude for all your hard work, long hours, and dedication to teaching, we are now offering free Who Smarted Plus subscriptions for all educators. That's right. You can now play Who Smarted without any ads or interruptions in your classroom to help make learning fun and keep the smarting going during break times, lunch times, or anytime. Who Smarted can even be used to satisfy some common core curriculum or as part of assignments or lessons. If you are an educator, just go to whosmarted.com and click educators. And smarty pants and smarty parents, please feel free to let your teachers know about this. Again, that's whosmarted.com. Click educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey parents, trusty narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants, do you like video games? I know, silly question. Who doesn't? So tell me, what are some of your favorite games? Go ahead and shout them out. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's see. I heard Zelda, Pokemon, Tetris, Animal Crossing. I also heard one name coming up over and over and over again. It starts with an M and rhymes with Barrio. That's right, Mario. It's me, Mario. After all, Mario's been featured as the protagonist or good guy, antagonist or bad guy, supporting character, part of an ensemble, or as a cameo in over 200 video games since first appearing in Donkey Kong in 1981. There's been Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Mario Kart, Mario Golf, Dr. Mario, Mario 3D, Mario and Sonic, and many, many, many more. That's a lot of Mario. But hey, kids love Mario, which is why he serves as the mascot for the company who created him and all the Mario games. Nintendo. Nintendo is one of the biggest companies in video games, and they helped redefine the way we all play video games. Twice! But where did Nintendo come from? What does the word Nintendo even mean? And was their super popular entertainment system really based on the car from Back to the Future? Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Get ready, player one, for another whiff of science and history on... Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted? Our story begins way, 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 way back in the 1980s. I know, the 1980s weren't that long ago, but it sure felt like another world. We wore pants made of parachute material with zippers everywhere. We wore thick, fat shoelaces we didn't even tie, and bright, colorful watches called swatches, sometimes three at a time. 
And when it came to video games, the other big trend of the 80s was Nintendo. It was everywhere. And everyone loved their games. But after ruling the 80s, other companies like Sony and PlayStation emerged and began producing video games with better graphics, more advanced tech, and edgier content. By the late 80s, early 1990s, Nintendo was losing popularity and in danger of being left behind. They responded by releasing the Power Glove, a glove you wore on your hand that was also a game controller. There was a huge ad blitz and even a movie featuring the Power Glove. What is that? Power Glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your Power Gloves out front, right? The Wizard. But it was a huge flop. End of story, right? Wrong. Somehow, Nintendo turns it around to become one of the biggest gaming companies in the world with the most successful video game franchise of all time. So, how'd they bounce back? If only there was someone who could tell us the story of Nintendo from the very beginning. It's me, Mario! Whoa, Mario, what are you doing here? I'm here to answer all your questions about Nintendo and me, Mario! Great, but um, do you really talk like that? No, that's just a bad Italian stereotype. But hey, it's what they wanted. So, you want to learn about Nintendo? Absolutely. You can start by telling us how they bounced back from the Power Glove flop. The Wizard. <laughs> sure, but to understand that, we need to go back to the 80s. The 1980s? Oh, we can take the DeLorean time machine. No, pal, not the 1980s. The 1880s. Hang on to your hats. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, where and when are we? It's 1889, and we're in Kyoto, Japan. See the small shop on the other side of the dirt road? Uh-huh. That's where a young businessman named Fusajiro Yamauchi recently opened a small shop to sell playing cards. Check out that sign. I can't read it. It's in Japanese. It says Nintendo Kopai. Kopai means playing cards, and Nintendo, well, that's less clear. Many people believe Nintendo was a combination of three Japanese characters that mean leave luck to heaven. But even the great-grandson of the company's founder admitted the true meaning of Nintendo has never been 100% confirmed. A mystery. I like it. Either way, Mr. Yamauchi definitely had some luck on his side. Because in a few short years, he had the largest playing card company in Japan. Interesting. But this is only a 12-minute podcast. Maybe we can fast forward a bit. Done. Boom. It's the 1970s. The 70s. Toys have evolved to reflect the times with things like electric cars and action figures, where kids can create their own storylines. Nintendo's playing card sales sank. They needed to come up with something new to sell fast. I know, video games. No, instant rice. Huh? Yep, they started making instant rice. But then they... Made video games. Nope, they bought a fleet of taxis and started a taxi business. But after that, they made vacuum cleaners. 
Okay, this is getting crazy. Even crazier? Can you guess what other product Nintendo had in development but scrapped before they even released it? Was it soup? Pens? Cell phones? Or photocopiers? I'm afraid to guess. Don't be. It was all of them. But they didn't stop there. While still trying to find their footing in the early 1980s, Nintendo tried branching out into all kinds of crazy directions. They tried making Lego-like blocks and baby swings. <laughs> Thankfully, none of them took off because by the 1970s, arcades were becoming huge in America. There was Space Invaders, Pong, and of course, Pac-Man. Seeing the love people had for video games, Nintendo opened offices in Seattle to get in on the popular American trend. The big question was, what kind of arcade game should they make? For inspiration, they turned to a world-famous sailor. There are famous sailors? Yup. This one loves spinach? There are people who love spinach? I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, Popeye the Cartoon Sailor. That's a little before the Smarty Pants time. They probably know Popeye's chicken more than Popeye's sailing. Well, Popeye was a cartoon about a sailor man named Popeye who was always trying to rescue his girlfriend, Olive Oil, from a huge bully named Bluto. The cartoon was very popular in Japan, and Nintendo wanted to develop a Popeye video game. Unfortunately, they couldn't get the rights to the cartoon, so they had to scrap the Popeye video game. Well, not completely. Is that Donkey Kong I hear? Yup. They simply turned the main character from Popeye into new characters. Popeye became Jumpman. Olive Oil became Pauline, who later became Princess Peach. And the big hairy Bluto became a giant gorilla. Whoa. Donkey Kong was based on Popeye. Yup. Released in 1981, this arcade game was a huge hit. Not only because of the catchy music and sound effects, but it also included a signature move that had never been done in a video game before. Can you guess what it was? Jumping, punching, or flying? What do you think, Smarty Pants? If I remember correctly, I think it was jumping? That's right! Jumpman had to jump over barrels on the way to rescue Pauline. Wait a second. Jumpman from the original Donkey Kong looks a lot like... Me, Mario! <laughs> That's because it was, sort of. See, a few years after Donkey Kong hits it big, Atari video game consoles become the rage. Now, instead of playing Space Invaders for a quarter a game at the arcade, you could buy a game cartridge and play at home. So, Nintendo decided to develop their own home console called the Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES for short. They based the design on the cool silver DeLorean time machine from the hit movie Back to the Future. If you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? And one of the first games they released with the NES was... Back to the Future? Nope. Super Mario Brothers. Yes, Super Mario Brothers is still one of my all-time favorites. It was the first true side-scrolling platform game. There were hidden worlds, you could go down secret tubes into tunnels, you could power up. It was awesome. It also made Nintendo Entertainment System the most popular toy in America. 
people began camping outside stores overnight just to get one. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. On a roll, Nintendo then came out with a device that literally changed the game. The Game Boy. Right. Back before the Switch, or even the internet, the Game Boy was like the first portable video game you could take with you. Whoa. Yep, things were looking great for Nintendo. My creators dominated the toy market. Nothing could stop us. Until... Until what? Until we got some serious competition from another character. He was blue, had spiky hair, and was about to race into the number one spot at supersonic speed. Oh, do you know who Mario's talking about? The answer, after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to Vegetarian to Keto Options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time 
every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hi, Smarty Pants. I want to tell you all about my friend Lucy's very fun podcast called Short Stories for Kids, where kids are the heroes in every story. If you send your story idea to Lucy, she might pick yours and make you the hero in your very own episode. They're all really fun to listen to, and you can check them out at Short Stories for Kids. Here's Lucy to tell you more. Oh no, I'm late again. I really have to hurry. Lisa thought to herself and ran down the street as fast as she could. In the distance, she recognized the bus stop. The school bus was already there. Onward she ran, but suddenly she heard the sound of the engine. Wait! Lisa shouted desperately, but the bus driver did not notice her and drove on. To hear the rest of this story, come on over to Short Stories for Kids podcast, where you get to be the hero in your own story. Now back to Who Smarted. Okay, Mario, it's the end of the 1980s, and you've been the king of the video game market for five years running. That's right. One in three homes in America had a Nintendo Entertainment System. We were unstoppable. Until... 16-bit arcade graphics. The graphics in Sega's breakthrough 16-bit Genesis far surpassed our puny 8-bit console at the time. We had to create something bold to strike back. Enter... Power Blood. Everything else is child's play. Released in 1989, the Power Glove had tons of promise and plenty of hype, including a movie called The Wizard, starring Fred Savage, the kid from The Wonder Years. So what happened? It was a terrible. The movie or the Power Glove? Both. The movie stunk and the controller didn't work. Just a year after its release, Nintendo pulled the power on the Power Glove. And while they were trying to recover from that fiasco, he showed up. Sega's Sonic the Hedgehog came out and began running circles around Super Mario Brothers in sales. And once game makers saw there was a market for older kids, games like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Grand Theft Auto began to dominate, leaving Nintendo in the dustbin. Wow. So what do they do? They called in an old friend to save the day. Who? Me! Mario! In 1996, Nintendo released the Nintendo 64, along with two different Mario games to go with it. Super Mario 64, which gave players a totally new and immersive experience, and Mario Kart. From that moment on, Nintendo could do no wrong. In 1997, they launched the Pokemon game. Then, in 2006, they released an active gaming system for all ages, the Wii. Suddenly, kids, parents, and even grandparents could play together. I remember playing tennis, soccer, dancing. Check out these moves. I'm glad nobody can see you.
Anyway, Nintendo outdid themselves in 2017 with the revolutionary Switch. Now you could play at home, on the big screen, or on the go with the handheld controller. Between that and the most successful video game franchise of all time, Mario, Nintendo has firmly secured its place at the top of the video game ladder. And if anyone likes climbing ladders, it's me, Mario. Wonder Twin shoutout activated for Jacoby and Evan in Frederick, Maryland, and their mom, Laura, of Sunny Day Family. Thanks so much for your love and support of Who Smarted. This episode, Nintendo, was written by Jason Williams and voiced by Brandon Bayless and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. Who Smarted?